0: We have an emergency. What is your location? Woo! Rescue radio, because there's a war for your soul.
1: Yes, Father God, we thank you that the war is intensifying. And Lord God, that people are becoming more and more aware that there's something not right. So I pray that you'd open our eyes and our hearts, our minds to understand your word, your scripture, your direction, the power of your spirit, your command to us, Lord God, that we will not be afraid, but that we'll go forward with great confidence and faith in believing that you know what you're talking about and what you've led us to do is correct. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. Thank you that is finished. It is accomplished. The devil cannot undo it. He cannot um, any longer demand and that we pay for what you've already paid for. And so it is paid in full and the, the grip and stronghold of Satan over our lives is finished if we believe that and follow that and walk in that. So thank you, Lord, for your resurrection, that, which has justified us. Thank you for giving us power over all the power of the enemy, which was necessary. Thank you for protecting us in that agreement and in that dis, uh war that we are participating in that you said no weapon formed against you will prosper so thank you for the covering over us and our children over those who work for us pray for us love us and have come and entered into the engagement in this war and i thank you lord god for victory that is already ours we thank you now father for giving us uh, eyes to see and ears to hear again and insight to connect the dots and to let go of old programming that doesn't work in jesus name amen Well, before we get started today, I want to just kind of do a little talk to you kind of thing. Um, You know, life recovery has been around for a long time and we do a lot of things with, um, you know, spiritual warfare, obviously, and looking behind the scenes and understanding the generational curses and diagnosing, you know, our family tree and explaining the rules of engagement that happen through war, through the spiritual war between us and and Satan. And you need to understand the, the rules of engagement in the war, or you will be destroyed uh, by that war. And so, a lot of the things that we're doing, we have a website called liferecovery.com. We have many, many things on there that are super helpful books, manuals, CDs, um, even God on Trial, which is a audio drama that brings forth uh, uh, the, the war between God and Satan in a very different kind of way with um, explaining things. So, Again, the reason I'm saying all this ahead of time, and I know you don't want to hear, hear the big infomercial, but we are in a war, and there are, there are materials out there that are helpful on liferecovery.com. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, today we can advertise taking the devil to court because we're talking about casting out demons. Um, but we encourage you to tell other people about Rescue Radio, also about ours, our Thursday night Skype Bible study, if you want to be involved in that, we're studying the book of Romans. Go again to our website, liferecovery.com. You'll find a link there, and then you can uh, use that link to click to click in between 6:30 and 7:30 on Thursday nights. We're studying Romans. All right, got that? All right. Thank you for your patience. Now,
0: yeah, yeah these are these are tools. I mean, these books, CDs, DVDs. Are very very helpful tools to to understanding, and they're all of course biblically based, and, and sharing experiences and illustrations mm-hmm. that you know you have had that many have had that mm-hmm. give us understanding yeah. of what really is going on. I mean, if you if you don't understand, what, imagine you're a, a basketball player, and you you come in you. You go in and you have no idea what's going on, right? I mean, you you, you you don't you don't you, know how to play the game. You, you don't know you're, the rules. You're totally lost out of it, yeah. And, and so many are just totally out of it. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, helps you, as you said, to uh, understand and apply the rules of engagement well, in this know, war. Well, you
1: know, We are in a war, and there are rules to the war, and there are strategies, objectives. Um, and and to understand even the enemy. And I know a lot of people talk about, oh, well, you talk so much about the enemy. Well, you know, there's a lot of enemy out there and we need to deal with him. And he's he's actually the, the forces of darkness, the return of the gods, as Jonathan Cahn talks about in his book. These things are real. And they are happening, and that's what, what gives a, a foundation to understand why things are getting so bad so quickly uh, from the 1950s, 60s to now. It's just like like an avalanche of evil in the return of these demonic powers and our agreements with them that is overtaking not only this nation but the world.
0: Yeah, and, and really you think, okay, you, you can say, well, talk too much about the devil. Well, it, think of a football team. I mean, what they do in the professional football team, they study the video videos. tapes yep. of their opponents. Yep. They, they study the defensive guys. Well, will so study. The offensive yeah. guys will study the person that they're going to be going against. What yeah. does this receiver do? What's the pattern? They study, the study, study, mm-hmm. study. They get to know what that team is doing so and, they know how to counter, right. counteract them.
1: Yeah, and that's just for a football game or a basketball game. But yeah, this is, and this this is, is life. life. This yes. is
0: life and death. This is eternal life or eternal death. So yeah. you better know what's going on, or you're going to get swallowed up.
1: Yes, yeah, for sure. Well, today and in the next couple of times, we're going to be talking about demons, casting out demons, um, knowing how to do that, recognizing that, um, and you know, we've been talking about living with other people's demons and dealing with other people's demons. And we've got some more um, products and things that are coming out on that subject soon. But in the meantime, we want to talk about today um, recognizing what you're dealing with in your life, in the world, in your situation, in your children, how they're behaving, what's going on, why are people doing what they're doing, why, why is everything seeming to be so difficult, falling apart, why is there so much contention, strife, bitterness, witchcraft, what, why are things so difficult? So, today we're going to be doing, uh, like I said, a part, a first part of a Casting Out Demons series. So, before you can deal with something, you have to recognize what you're dealing with. And I think part of the problem is, um, you know, that for so long, many decades, we have not in the church or out of the church dealt with or recognized um, demonic activities in lives, in individuals, or in systems or circumstances, we have just kind of like blown it all off to, oh, well, it is what it is and its life. And, you know, we don't really talk about sin. We don't really talk about Satan. Um, And so we don't want, we don't have even language anymore to kind of understand what's really going on. Um, And then some people will come by with the, with the retort, well, not everything is a demon. Many people say that not everything is a demon, and they're using that to try to pull us back into a three-part uh, explanation. There's God, there's the devil, there's heaven, there's hell, and then there's also this this uh, third category of who knows what, confusion, whatever you want it to be. It My is what flesh. It, yeah, yeah, all kinds of things that take away the power of the on and the off switch. If you have a computer with three s- selections, you won't have anything because nothing will work, because everything gets lost in that third connection, which is confusion. So, not everything is a demon. Uh, um, some people say, well, it's just bad behavior, it's just an
0: addiction. Uh, emotional stress. Yeah, or, um, or depression. Or, or well.
1: Anxiety.
0: It's, it's just. OCD. Ba- bad attitude. <clears throat>
1: yeah, it's paranoia, it's cancer. We have many, many labels for things that do not allow us to get to the real point of where it came from? That's the question.
0: We have to look beyond. I mean, if you just look at what's going on in our world, I mean, just a a news report, a daily news report of what's going on, you have to come to the point where you say, is this really just people behaving badly mm-hmm. or is there there is there something behind all this is mm-hmm. there some spiritual right. force uh-huh. that is influencing and motivating people to do some of these most horrendous so acts? to
1: do that we're going to have to give give up some of our old ideas and programming and brainwashing to look at what the bible says so the first question we will ask is but where did this come from where does the ocd the depression the addiction and at what point, for example, does drinking too much become a life-controlling problem? Or at what point does anger become violence? At what point does meanness become abuse? At what point does fear and control become narcissism and witchcraft? What is that point? Well, you want to find somewhere on the line where something changed, where there was a point that made it something it wasn't begin to begin with. But the truth is, it always was that mm-hmm. thing. So you have to go back to asking what is the point of its origin Mm -hmm. at the you you have to if you don't do that if you try to figure this thing out midway midstream where did this river come from and all you do is look (sighs) at the middle of the river you're never going to find out where it started you have to trace it back to where it came from and then trace it to where it's going to know what you're dealing with here just looking at moving water is not going to give you any information except you may figure out the direction but at what point it's what at, at the point of its origin. At what point along life's journey does the child become a man? Well, the, the child is always the man. The man is in the child as the child grows forward. The child came from God, originated in God. So that man also comes from God. And so to understand that life dealing with the spiritual world is working from a point of origin, then we have to go back to realizing there are really only two points of origin.
0: Right. You, you got you got satan or you got god you got good or you have evil um or, or you have holiness or you have corruption so th- what is the origin okay if, if you look at what is the point me, of if origin if you look at the world mm-hmm. if you look at what's the point of origin in this this, Where does it come from? In this behavior. Mm-hmm. Where is it does it come? From? From is it coming from heaven or hell? Is it coming from God or is it coming from the powers of darkness? And so
1: Jesus said very clearly in Matthew seven thirty five, by their fruits you shall know them. So if you just pay a little attention to the fruit that's coming out of their mouth, their lifestyle, um, what they're saying, how they, you know, what their motives are, if you pay a little attention, you'll quickly determine whether what's being said or done is coming from heaven or promoting hell and so it's very simple goodness peace justice the golden rule come from heaven um, you know uh, lies intimidation threats control loss poverty addictions grief sorrow pain come from hell it's not that hard but you have to give up the programming that says uh, it's just an accident. It's just fate. It's just aliens. It's just bad luck. It's all of these things that we just kind of describe: fate, bad luck, aliens. Uh, you know, dinosaurs. Where they don't. They do come from somewhere. They aren't just of a category by themselves. And our medical diagnoses are, are not just a category by themselves. Actually, a medical diagnosis is no better than a label on a can of beans it labels the can this is beans these are beets this is squash that's all it really does it doesn't change the contents uh, of the can if it's accurately labeled and it doesn't tell you how to fix it it gives you a diagnosis so when you say people are, have uh, you know ocd or uh, a paranoid schizophrenic or they're uh, you know they have autism or whatever you're labeling something but you're not really you know, you might be you know, giving it some sense of diagnosis, but you're not really giving it a cure
0: right. and and in, in order to get at the cure, you have to discover the origin. right? Otherwise, you're just putting band-aids on a cancerous so, tumor
1: right. Denying the reality and the activity of demons among us um is getting harder to believe. actually, you can't hardly deny it anymore when you see the horrible things that are done in the news. You know, six-year-olds shooting their teacher. Um, you know, ten people shot over here, fourteen over there. Mall. Um, you know, you know people. All these carjackings. You, you, you have to see this. You know, we're just kind of. It's not even. You know, the frog isn't even being cooked in lukewarm water. That's being turned up a degree at a time. Right now, they turned it full. Full it's heat. Boiling. Yeah, it's full heat. It's boiling. So stop denying what's going on. Stop sticking your head in the sand. Look up to the sky. Jesus says, "Look up, for your redemption draws nigh." So denying the reality. First of all, recognizing what you're dealing with, then you know with that you're going to stop denying the reality and the activity of demons among us. Before you're going to get any help, you've got to de- a- a- agree and declare and deal with. The demonic activity that's getting that's getting more and more um, uh, apparent. More these demons are getting more and more bold and more and more um, uh, confident in their uh, interference in our lives.
0: So we have we've had an evolution of lies over the years. And some people, you know, in in Western society, we're supposed to you know sophisticated, educated, all scientific, that. right? The scientific age. It mm-hmm. used to be called in the '60s and stuff. But you go back to um, the, some would say, well, you know, back then in the primitive days of the Bible times, mm-hmm. you know, primitive cultures, uh, people had myth myths and uh, superstitions and, and superstitions, and, yeah. and that's why they give the uh, credit things to demons. Yeah. But now we're sophisticated, mm-hmm. so now we don't have demon stuff. We have emotional issues, mm-hmm. intellectual issues, but, physical issues. But,
1: we can call it whatever you want to call it, but if you don't call it correctly, you won't get exactly. a right diagnosis. You won't get a, a correct um, treatment or so. Or cure. So
0: what if you're mislabeling something, mm-hmm. right? And, and or, you're not going to get at the at the cure of it because. But this, there's an empires are being built. Yes. On 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 um, drugs and um corruption com- crime even a lot of counseling Ugh. and all that stuff and self-help books and religion all of this is trying to build an uh, empire for build satan, an satan empire really. for satan yeah, that does not get at the real heart but we're of not the looking at the big picture lives. we're
1: not looking at the big picture we're looking at our little we're not two- looking bit deeper we're not looking opinion. down to
0: mm-hmm. the spiritual we're, Realm, and this is what we are. We are in a spiritual realm, primarily spiraling down. We were, we are spiritual beings, but Mm -hmm. there's there's something that is responsible for the devolution of mankind.
1: Yeah, it's devolving exactly. Mm -hmm. So the the, you know the modern, post Christian world that we've known, like maybe in the early um, '50s, '60s, really has slipped subtly slipped down into becoming a world of the deranged, the woke, the display of the demonic activities on every level, not only among us, but in our institutions, within us, in our children. Um, But for those of us who have eyes to see it and courage to look at it, to look at what we see, um, it is becoming more apparent. Um, For those who are not too afraid to look, The deniability of demonic activity is uh, even among the church, the congregations, the policies, the politics, the, the, um, are, are, is undeniable. You know, um, the permissions, the acceptance, the permitted things. We permit things even within the church that are abominations to God in the scripture. You know, the child sacrifices, the unholy marriages, the doctrines of demons taught on, um, even religious platforms, pulpits, churches that are getting, um, Uh, you know, obvious, getting to be more and more obvious as to what and where they come from. But this, um, you know, this world is getting to be, is accepting the unthinkable, accepting the forbidden, embracing the, the gross lusting after things that take the lives of other people with no conscious, uh, guilt, shame, condemnation. We're just like desensitized to it. Um, Could it be that in this very subtle takeover by the demons who've lived and worked among us, alongside of us, inside of us, uh, have caught us in their preconceived and deliberate webs, nets, um, snares, hooks, internets, websites, nets, hooks, snares, internet, all these things, hooks of lies that where they had to get us to give them permission. So we have allowed them, we've turned on our televisions to be programmed. We've allowed them to come into our headsets to, to program us with lyrics of dead, horrible songs that we keep singing over and over year after year. We, we, we agree by just letting these things sit in our head, passive agreements without saying, Whoa, wait a minute. What am I singing here? What am I thinking? We have been overtaken, through our technologies, through our lusts and appetites, the foods we eat, everything has been set up and designed by Satan who hates humankind to destroy your life, your DNA, your children, your family, your hopes, your dreams, even your eternal life because of permissions and agreements. We didn't realize that it was our, we had to give it up a permission or an agreement for this thing to happen, uh, for Satan to come in and tempt us um, because he can't just come and do anything to us he wants to. Because if he could do that, if he just do, do what he wants, we would be already dead. There'd be no discussion. So he, there is a rule. And the rule is one thing. Romans 6.16, between God and Satan, there's a rule. Satan says to God, well, who's going to get them? How are we going to know who's going to get them? God says, by whose report they believe. So God votes for us. The devil votes against us. And we break the tie by whose report we Choose to believe. That's what scripture is all about. Whose report do you believe? Do you believe the scripture? Do you believe what God says? Are you going to believe some fabrication of some ancient garbledy gook and mixing it with mythologies and contemporary this and and you know your own um, eclectic uh, you know descriptions of what and who God is? Are you going to save yourself? Are you going to write up your own theory and philosophy and remedy and formula for salvation, or are you going to believe what the Lord God says? So. We have, um, you know, number two, we have, first, so first of all, we have to identify or recognize what we're dealing with. Uh, and the second thing that's a problem to us is recognizing the error in our doctrine. Um, for example, with Christians, many argue that a believer in Jesus, often re- referred to as a Christian, someone who follows Jesus, but not always the same thing anymore cannot be demon-possessed. Okay, so let's just talk to that for a second here because if you don't can't get past these arguments, these hurdles, you won't be able to get to the real war. Mm -hmm. These are little blocks and obstacles. So the answer is, can a Christian be, uh, well, the the, the doctrine says a Christian or a believer cannot be demon-possessed. The answer to that question is, yes, they can, and no, they can't. It's both yes and no. How is that? The, because the word possessed has three different meanings in English, and the word possess, possessed is a difficult word if you don't redefine it according to its deeper definitions. Possessed can mean in English to own something, to occupy something, or to control something. These three words do not describe or uh, the same thing. For example, um, the word let's start with the word owned. A, 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 a Christian, a believer, cannot be both owned and by God and Satan at the same time. They, they, um we were p- bought and paid for, created, of course, by God, bought and paid for by Jesus Christ, and we cannot be owned by God and Satan. So, when you make the agreement to surrender to the salvation that God has offered you, you become His, bought and paid for, fa- paid in full. Your house is now bought and paid for by Jesus Christ. So. In that sense, a Christian cannot be possessed by the devil and by God at the same time, because ownership is is not a joint; it's not joint ownership. Um, So we can only be owned by one of the two. So in that way, a Christian cannot be possessed by the devil. But in actuality, the other two meanings of possessed can mean to occupy or control. So a person, if you you know, you can be you can actually have your life and soul and body you're now bought and paid for by Jesus Christ. So the good news on that, once you're owned by God, that everything Satan is doing in your body as a believer is now illegal. And it's good for you if you'll know your rights, submit to God, resist the devil and take back your soul. That belongs to you: your mind, your will, your emotions, your gifts, your talents. But that comes through a battle; it comes through submitting to God and resisting the devil, like He says in James four seven. But in the aspects of possessing, meaning to occupy or control, um, uh, we can be owned by God through our surrender and accepting of salvation. Um, that but we that doesn't mean or stop us from being or keep us from being controlled by or occupied by the, the spiritual forces that, for example, controlled our ancestors and that now control us to cause us to do what we don't want to do. Paul recognized this in Romans 7.20 and, and in that discussion between 7.14 and, and the end of the chapter, he says he's doing what he doesn't want to do. He says, the things I don't want to do, I will not to do. I do. The things I don't want to do, I do. The th-. And he says, he says, if I'm doing the things i don't want to do like for example i'm drinking too much i'm eating too much i'm swearing too much i'm you know cheating on my wife too much if we're doing the things that we don't want to do he says then it's not me doing it it is the sin that dwells in me satan has rewritten that verse in our minds in our churches in our theologies to say You did. You do the crime. You do the time. It's your fault. You take responsibility. Um, You you make. You made the choice. You need to make a better choice. You need to change. Satan is laying all that stuff on us, and God says nothing of that. Actually, Paul answers that problem. I'll read uh, the scripture. Says he says, if I am doing what I do not want to do, it is not me doing it. It is the sin that dwells in me. And then he says not, Oh God, I'm going to have to take responsibility, try harder get a better job coach, a better, you know, life coach. He says, he says, it is not me. It is the sin that dwells within me. Then he says, Oh wretched man that I am. He's recognizing his condition is wretched. And he says, then he says, who will deliver me? Which implies he needs deliverance and implies that there's one he's looking to, to deliver him from, from what? He says, what? He says, from this body of death. Mm -hmm. So it's the demonic programming that is occupying, controlling and occupying us through the fall of mankind, this operating software of the body of death was downloaded into Adam and Eve's soul at at the fall of man. And so Paul is operating, uh, working against this thing that's working to control him. And so he says the only way he can get victory over this is through a deliverance that has to come from god and then he says um as he goes on with that discussion he says "Um, who will deliver me from this body of death and then he says i thank god through jesus christ exclamation point like he has a revelation oh this is done i am free i died with christ and now i'm alive with christ Old things pass away behold all things become new and he's starting to realize that this occupation this control that Satan had operating in him through the body of death, which was programming him to do things he didn't want to do, was now defeated, dismantled, deleted through the the death, life, blood, resurrection power of Jesus Christ, and so he began to recognize that that Romans eight one. Okay, he keeps he's still talking, he's still thinking, he's still explaining. There is now there now therefore no condemnation. Wait. The devil wanted to put lots of condemnation on us with guilt, shame, condemnation, responsibility, it's your fault, do a better job, blah, blah, blah. And Paul is saying there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Then he says what, how? To those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh.
0: But according to the spirit.
1: Right. So there's now, he's talking about another set of software. We have the flesh software, which is your soul and body. And then we have the spirit software, which according to First Corinthians, um, for what man knows not using our thinking and our feeling and our trying to figure it out, but knowing God's spirit bearing witness with our spirit, his spirit bearing witness to, to bring to us the revelation of knowledge and knowing um, who we are in Christ and what's really going on here.
0: So he's saying in Romans 8 two, he said there's a law for the law of the spirit of life in Christ. Jesus has made me what? Free. free. That's nope. That talks about deliverance. What deliverance is, is setting Freedom. us free. Mm-hmm from the law of sin and death so the law of sin and death that's within us it's just it's like gravity it's always there it's pulling down on us mm-hmm. and we 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 really how do we get away from it the mm-hmm. only way you get away from it is to be able to live in the by truth. god's grace in the, the truth. law of the spirit of life mm-hmm. in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death
1: so what we're saying here is that we need to understand correctly Correct doctrine, not the doctrine of demons that have polluted the and corrupted and compromised our understandings through our religious leaders, theologies, and churches. But we need to understand well, how do demons get back in the picture? They never left, actually. Well, in in Ephesians six twelve, we say Paul says, "For we we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places." Uh, and so we see that the wrestling, the war. Um, uh, in first Corinthians, uh, second Corinthians 10, five, he says, um, he says, hold on. He says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. In other words, carnally, we, our weapons are not carnal for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. So he's talking about this war that goes on. He says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So the the very thoughts of our hearts, the thoughts and intentions are what Satan is using to wrangle an agreement with him so that he will have authority then. And we do not understand we're wrestling against demonic powers, against uh, the the spiritual wickedness in high places, um, and not against your typical, you know, flesh and blood kind of armaments. Um, So we see that we can be the the demons come back in to claim, lay claim to us. So the third part of the talk is what, 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 how do we command or once you recognize the demon, how do you command or cast out a demon? uh, Are we uh, authorized to do that? Well, obviously we have been super authorized to do that. According to Jesus. In
0: in Matthew chapter 10, Mm -hmm. he talks about that when he sent out his disciples. He says in Matthew chapter 10, um, he says at verse 7 and 8, he says, As you go, and as you go, preach saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is right in front of you, it's there. Heal the sick cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out oh, demons. demons. Mm-hmm. Freely you have received, freely give. So this is, this is an assignment. A job he's, list. Yeah. A job list that he's given, not only to the disciples, not only to the 12 in those days, and not only to those that um, Follow. he assigned that, and that, that succeeded the 12, uh, and went with the 12, actually, and then succeeded the 12 in the book of Acts. It's the same thing. It's the same command. The command has not ceased. Mm-hmm. He didn't say now. Okay, well then now go to the psychologist. Um, Send them go to the, the counselor. World, yeah. Yeah. Take the drugs. He, he, yeah. He, no, he didn't. Those are do that. so
1: contrary to what Jesus said. Except now they seem so acceptable to what we accept, what we believe, what we hear. And in Luke 10:19, he said the same thing when the seventy came back after he'd given the command. Uh, he said in verse nine. Heal the sick who are there and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Um, And then he was talking about, um, in verse uh, 17, 18, the, the 70 came back with joy and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Satan was a serpent in the garden and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in the book of heaven, um, written in heaven. So, so
0: there is an authority. Given, a command. Uh, that's given to mm-hmm. us by Jesus. He said in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, he says, he talks about his authority. He says, all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. So... We have been given authority Mm -hmm. by the highest power in the universe. Yes, of course. To one of those things that we mentioned was casting out demons. Mm -hmm. So he's he said, "Do it." I'm giving you the authority to do Mm -hmm. it. I'm giving you the ability to do it. It's in my name. It's not according to your own power, or according to some other disciple, Mm -hmm. but it's in the name of Jesus. According to the character of Jesus, name speaks of character. Uh, of Jesus, and the he, the essence of Jesus. So, in in the essence of Jesus, and according to His command, his, yeah. we've given been given authority to do that, and to recognize through discerning of spirits and other things to recognize the operating presence of these demons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the lives of people. Absolutely, and and we've been given that authority to cast them out. And um, well,
1: we, even in Matthew 16, Jesus says in verse 18. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, or Hades, will not prevail against it. Now he was talking to the disciples at the um, base of uh, the, the Mount Hermon, where mm. the Oracle of Delphi uh, operated. This was the, the, the serpent, the woman who was the the delphi the the oracle that everybody would come to and she would go into this
0: trance trance
1: and these demonic manifestations and serpent powers would come and speak to her to give wisdom or guidance or whatever um to those who sought her help but he was saying right there parked right in front of satan's you know uh you know chief head shop whatever he said the gates of of gates of hell Will not prevail against it. He says, and because I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth be loosed in heaven. So he's saying, I'm giving you the power. What does that mean? That means keys give us an authority to bind. And, um, and loose uh, uh, unlock lock and unlock go into and out of a room a room of authority a room of, of that we're given stewardship to manage and so whatever you forbid on earth you say to the devil you will not no you will not I forbid you in the name of Jesus Christ you will come out of him in the name of Jesus Christ you are taking that authority those keys to command to loose to release that person from that demonic spirit and go ahead
0: yeah and that assignment and that authority is not just given to an elite of specialists Mm -mm. that do that. There are people in the body of Christ that have more focus on that than others. But it's assignment that's given to all believers because he says in Mark chapter 16 verses 17 and 18 he says and these signs will follow those who Mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. Believe. Not necessarily those who are specialists in this area. But for all those who believe in my name, yes, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues, and they will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by well, no means hurt them. They will they will lay hands on the sick, sick and, they and they will, will recover. recover. So, he, they will There's, cast out de- those who believe. Well, will do this. Th-
1: he's saying also by the very fact of giving the command that this is a re- a reality. There is a need to cast out demons, and a lot of times the demons are what are making people sick, as we see when he cast out the spirit of infirmity from the woman who had been bowed down for, I think it was 18 years. Uh, and so so now to to kind of summarize what we've talked about today, we have to recognize, number one, that this stuff is out there going on, and we have to identify it correctly for what it is and not just give it a little uh, sugar-coating euphemism, push it, you know, flick it off as nothing. We need to get back into correct biblical doctrine as opposed to um, the watered-down lies that Satan has perpetuated in and out of the church. And understand, three, that this command to cast out demons is clearly given. So before we can cast out the demon... Uh, or confront it, we have to, or forbid it. We must be convinced that it is real, it is active, and it is there. We we have not. We have to stop or cancel out the uh, agreements we've made with seduction and deceptive doctrines um, that Christians cannot have demons, uh, because they can they can be owned by God yet still controlled and possessed.
0: In areas of their lives. occupied
1: like 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 Hitler he didn't own Poland and Hungary, but he occupied them and he controlled them, although he didn't own them. This is a very similar situation with owning and, po- and possessing um, so we have to go back to understanding the point of origin and there and you know and again, the point of origin clarifies a lot of things quickly um, the, and and uh, we don't want to reassign the, the the problems to being a medical psychological social behavior problem instead of addressing it as at its origin as a trespassing spirit a demon a familiar spirit a generational ancestral demon um, who has come into freeload uh, they're like the spiritual parasites they've come to suck out our lives our gifts our hopes our dreams making us wor- worried sick depressed um and, and, you know, you say, well, everything isn't a demon. Well, you know what? You have an opportunity at every point in your life to make a decision to be delivered. And obedience to God's word is a soft form of deliverance. Every time you say yes to the Lord and no to the, the suggestions of the tempter, you you are being delivered from that spirit's grip and hold and power and control over your life. So when you walk in righteousness, you walk in truth in a consistent way, You will; those things will lose their grip and they will fall off. But most people go back and forth and they don't recognize the power of obedience. And so they just kind of, well, it's my option. It's my free will. I can do what I want. And they don't understand that obedience really to the word of God and to the the, the truth of his, his counsel is basically... A life and death kind of deal. Uh, It doesn't look like it today. You can eat that stupid thing today. You can listen to that bad music today. You can go with your friends today. It doesn't look like death today, but it might be. And if you go on with it long enough, it will be. And so we have to understand that um, we go back to the point of origin and understand that this is a real war and these are trespassing spirits, real entities, though. We can't see them. We can see what they do, just like the wind. You can see what the demons are doing. They're freaking out. They're growling. They're raging. They're throwing fits. They're throwing tantrums. They're beating people up. They're losing it. They're manifesting in many, many horrible ways. Don't deny it. Just let's deal with it. Um, So let's not misdiagnose the problems as a bad behavior. Let's go after the the source, the point of origin of this thing. And so Father, we ask you now to give us grace, courage, and understanding to switch us out of these old dead mindsets that permit these lying spirits to seduce and prevail. And we just give them place through a passive agreement in our lives. And let's wage war against them, let's resist them, submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee, bind them, forbid them, and that's how we're going to have to live from here on out in Jesus' name.
0: Thank you, Lord, that we can live in these times without fear, but we know the authority that we have in your name. Mm -hmm. We don't have to fear the demonic powers, Mm -hmm. but we can cast them out, take authority, and, and overcome them. By the blood In the of name the Lamb. of Jesus. Yes. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, we don't love our lives until the death. Yes and, so,
1: the, yes, and amen. And you know, on the website, Life Recovery, I do have a manual. I believe it's still there. It's called Who is the Devil? And that would be a very interesting one. It, it's really a a good, uh, it's actually part of a video ser- uh, that we did, a DVD. But Who is the Devil is the Manual, and you can get a lot of information about how he calculates his, and his activities in our lives and uh, how he tempted Jesus and etc. So, who is the devil? Now, God bless you. So, next week, the Lord willing, we'll be bringing another part to this series on casting out demons in Jesus' name.
0: Be blessed and be encouraged in the Lord. Amen.
1: I have an emergency. What is your location?